Hello, welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 120. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. How's it going? Very good, thank you. How about yourself? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Is number 120 significant? Um, I feel like I feel like you're almost about to do a darts announcer type thing there. <laughs> I mean, it's two thirds of the way to 108. You might have got your two treble twenties in there. Yeah, we, then... could, we could we should have left a big number for for his his. Uh, we had what did we do? Ten years, weren't it? Last, Ten years. Last, yeah. last time we did an episode, which was a uh, 119. Yeah, it's it's a number nine one one backwards. Yeah, we're some is, kind of backwards. That is right. I've not missed a number out ever. Don't think so. That'd be a disaster. That yeah, we'd have to call one one nine. Oh, we'd have forwards. to go. We'd have to go backwards. We'd have to like do hundred episode hundred and twenty. Would come after, yeah. Hundred nineteen would come after hundred and twenty. Mm. But anyway, uh, everything all right? That's all, all very good, thank you. What yep. have you been up to, Jimba? Are we doing breaking news straight away? Let's, uh, yeah. Uh, not too much, really. Same, same old. Um, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been, I've actually been doing a diet. Have you? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Okay. Are you sure? Yep. What kind of diet is it? Just uh, don't eat as much diet. Oh, right, okay. How's it? <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, all right. It's going all right. I'm, I'm, I've, I've got things to diet for. Oh, right. So I'm going on holiday in the summer. I haven't been on holiday in a long time, so I've got mm-hmm. to have the old uh, Peter Andre body ready, Anna. Yeah. No. Uh, Are you not taking your body, then? No. Okay. I'm going to wear one of them aprons. Yeah. Uh, they are showing at the back of it. Yeah, if it doesn't work, I'll just wear one of them aprons. Yeah. And you could probably buy that kind of tap from when you're old anyway, can't you? Mm. So... Yeah, uh, so I've been cutting down on the beer. Okay, have you got any vital Hard statistics? Do you, I still don't get any. I don't get any Instagram stories from you nowadays about saying. Do you still put on Instagram that you're having a beer with your mates and? Sometimes, but I just never. I never get them. I don't know if I've been. I don't know if when you blocked me, it's kind of. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You may. I've unblocked you from Instagram, but I've just realised. It might actually. I, I, I can, audio. can you see any? Oh, what's going on here? Uh, can you see any any stories at all? When I click on when I when I search for your account, yeah, Alan Audio, I can see your stories on there. So there. Oh, so yeah. But I can't. Yeah. It doesn't automatically come up on the top anymore. And that's that's not that I'm particularly missing it because you know, I've seen your stories in the past. So I've, I've no great desire to go back to them. But yeah, it does feel a bit strange that I don't get the chance to see the stories that you're putting out there, the things that you're getting up to. Well, all, all this because you're having a, getting a bottle of water from Alan Shearer and Gary Lineker. The bottle of water, actually, I noticed. I have not yet removed. It's still up there behind the sign. Can you see it? I can see it. Um, <laughs> I wonder if do you think Gary Lineker somewhere in his house has got sort of a tray of chips that you had on the day and he took home with him, or possibly a discarded yeah. pack of crisps. I did do. Uh, I've got something funny to tell you. So uh, obviously, you know on, on the, what what my secret job is and maybe a lot of people know what my yep. secret job is mm-hmm. so do you remember the funny moment a few years ago when I think Sheffield Wednesday were in the playoffs I, I can't which round of playoffs it were but we were playing Huddersfield and uh, Huddersfield they met, Huddersfield made a substitution and they ran on with like a yeah. a tactics mm-hmm. note and they were passing the tactics round to the different players on this mm-hmm. note and then Ross Wallace the Sheffield Wednesday player came up from behind and grabbed the thing and grabbed the note and started yeah. reading it and it was a bit of a sort yeah. of you know one of those funny moments sort of things well Ross Wallace came to do the half time draw at Sheffield Wednesday the other day uh... and when he reached in to get the ticket and he pulled the ticket out I came up from behind him and took the ticket <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. Well done, quite, well done, quite quick. So I did see foot. I, I did see. I did see some footage of it. I didn't quite actually yeah. see what was going on. Yeah. Uh, so well done. Did Did you get much applause from the uh, audience? Did, did yeah. you like it? Yeah, it, it went well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. 
I'm glad he knew what I was doing because he yeah. would have seemed quite aggressive if not. I was going to say, yeah. And he's a bit of an odd bastard, isn't he? Yeah. you get when he played football. So yeah. I, can... I'm t- I think I could be actually taller than him. Yeah. He's yeah, not that right. tall, mm. Ross Wallace, but anyway. But I think his two footed ta- challenges will probably be more s- yeah. stronger than yours, particularly uh, if you were dressed in a costume at the time, which so it, it may, not, may, may or may not have been. So anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to Sylvie in Greece. Where in Greece? Sylvie. Zante. I, I, I think it's Sylvie. I've been there a few times. Can't can't say it, but it's a nice little place. Yeah, going there in in uh, in, in the summer. Yeah, it'd be good. Be all right. And then, but yeah, the the whole dieting thing. I, I've got this idea now, like because obviously with my beer podcast and mm-hmm. stuff, it's quite hard to promote know, healthy living. It is, yeah. So what I've decided to do now, from now on until forever, <laughs> in order to make sure that I don't you know go too I, I don't drink myself or eat too much into mm-hmm. an early grave and all that i'm going to go every year i'm going to aim to do the th- first three or four months of the year which are normally pretty boring aren't they mm-hmm. january february you know people have their birthdays in those months and no one really yeah. cares about them, stupid people yeah yeah uh like I, you yeah i'm now the same age as you again jimbo you are yeah yeah so happy birthday thank you very much is that that, that was 20 uh what do you mean? No, it wasn't 20 something it was early early on wasn't it early uh, it was in february yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 18th? No. 16th? No. It's not as late as 21st, is nope. it? It's early 2nd? Nope. 3rd? No, well, some, some friend you turned out to be, yeah. <laughs> I did wish you happy birthday, I just can't remember when it was. Yeah, four days before it happened, yeah. Right. Um, did I? No, you, you, oh. you, did get it, you did get it on the right day. So when, um, when is it? It's in February. Um, Find it out, find it out. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm concerned about my data protection. Actually, in, in, the, in, in relation to data protection... Um, I was watching Ant Dex at Night Takeaway the other day, and they've yep. got that new game. It's called, well, newish game called, is it Ring My Bell or Ding Dong Ring My Bell? Are you sure this is a, this is a, uh, it sounds more like a Bo Selector uh, Ant Deck game. It's definitely, definitely what they're playing. They, they go to live footage of someone's ring doorbell. Right, okay. And it's someone in the audience. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a camera anyway, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and the person in the audience stands up and says, yep, that's my doorbell. And then someone has to recognise a person who's on the television thinks, oh, that person lives near me, I will run and get in front of this person's doorbell. And whoever gets to there first, and they have to take an object with them, uh, they get 250 quid or whatever it is. A um, bit of cheap entertainment for Anton Deck, you're filling out time. It's difficult if nobody watches Anton Deck. I mean, I, 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 they, they get quite a lot of listen, uh, viewers, don't they? But... Fortunately, yes. I mean, it looks like they get enough that people can will will pay attention and go and run in front of the person's house. And, uh, quite on, an achievement these days. Well, on sa- on Saturday night, they sort of said, "Oh, hello, what's your name?" And uh, person said, "What the name is?" And, they, and uh, Ant or Deck, whichever one, can't tell them apart. Um, they said, "Which number house do you live at?" And I'd have loved it if one of them said, "Mind your own business, you nosy son." <laughs> I'm, not telling, I'm not telling live on national television what house number I live at. <laughs> yeah, you can see where you can see where the house is. Well, there we go. yeah. So, so is there any numbers in relation to your weight loss, Jimbo? Uh, half a stone so half far. Half a stone. Mm. Okay, well done. But the the plan is every year I want to do this so that I can what lose half a stone. You'll, you'll be you'll be in thirty no, years time and not left. Of you. No, because between between maybe May and Christmas, end of Christmas, I want to put it all back on. Put again it all back on and yeah. have a lot of fun doing it. That's why. Exactly. So I'm going to do that every year from now on. Yeah. It's maintenance. It's called. But, but you've got to you've got to put. I'm basically training for a summer of. Good beer mm-hmm. and good food, and I think that's good. I, I, I mean, without wanting to try and turn this into some kind of health podcast, uh, and if that's what you listen to our podcast for, uh, don't ever take advice from us. <laughs> um, I go walking every day for about half an hour or so, and try and get half an hour's exercise every day. And I feel feel really good. My back feels better, feel fitter, feel healthier. You should try it. 
You had four views before you started talking about yeah. the health stuff. We've got two down. One of them's you. I think they all might be me. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite good. Maybe we should go walk in together and discuss podcast ideas. Sometimes sometimes we even, have... even one of us has stopped listening now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, but sometimes we meet up and we talk about the podcast. And yeah. Invariably, it involves meeting up in a pub or kind of having a subway or some rubbish. Yeah, so I want to prepare for that. Yeah. So maybe we've, we done, should... we've done some boring rubbish podcasts that last so many months because we're training for some really good ones where we're going to drink a lot, plan a lot in pubs, and yep. then come back in the summer strong. Usually while you're playing cricket and we can't, we haven't got time to record. Yeah, good point. Um, but anyway, that's the plan. Anyway, that's the plan. you know, I think it's a good plan. Yeah, so I what, think it could work every year. What have I been up to anyway? Yeah, uh... Uh... went to, went to Cardiff for the first time. Yeah, I've Meaning... been I've been there before. Did you go to a Did you go to the centre of Cardiff? Uh, yeah. Did you do any? Did you find a bar? Oh, definitely. Ha- that had beds in it, so that you could sit on and drink. No, it, the, the whole bar was it had beds in it, and that's what it was. No, I sure you went in Benson's for beds. No, without drinking. <laughs> was... I was on a stag do. Um, All right, okay. Uh, well, you missed out then. Uh, we I I went in a bedroom that I shared with three other men, which was great fun. Um. And basically, I you're always a bit you're always a bit cautious of um, going on these sort of stag do places. What's it going to be like? It wasn't wasn't too bad, but uh, I basically, for all intents and purposes, was sleeping on a mattress on a floor. But at least I was actually sleeping on a mattress. So you sure it wasn't that bar I'm talking about? It definitely wasn't that bar. Um, and I was I was sleeping next to a radiator, uh, which was absolutely on full blast. Um, so <laughs> I was basically slow cooked for about uh, five or six hours every evening. Whilst, uh, certainly middle was well, my head was a bit cold my feet a bit what, uh, cold but my midriff was unbelievably warm one of the pub shed people who came to Sheffield last year for a bar crawl <laughs> that I organised um, he ended up in a in a tra- in a in the Premier Inn yeah. and, and he couldn't turn the, the heating off in the Premier Inn either and he, 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 he came down the next day like just covered like in being in the sauna you know because he, he's, he's, he ain't got no air either uh, yeah. he's a good friend of mine he's, he's great Michael Pablo Disco Bar yeah. Anyway, he's 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 got no air, so you know, like one of those like like water features that's like a, a dome, like a got like a ball, yeah. and it's like water going right. That's what he looked like. He was so hot. You know, them in Sheffield, them sort of like water yes. orb yeah. ball things near the Winter Gardens. Yeah. It looked like one of them. But the amount of how much yeah. perspiring, yeah, um, not very good. But yeah, we went to uh, obviously England Wales rugby game, so uh, we went to watch it in a pub near the stadium. Not as you do. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the noise who's, and the who's atmosphere. Who was it? Uh, it's Frank Scott, uh, who sometimes listens to this podcast, actually. Okay. Um, in he, fact, he has listened to it from South Korea when he lived in South Korea. Actually, right, no, okay. he didn't. No, yeah, he listened to it from Hong Kong when he lived in Hong Kong. Right, okay. Um, Scott, if you're listening, get yourself moved to South Korea so we can get another listener from over there. Yep. We did have a listener from South Korea, though, once. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, that was a different university front. But yeah, all good fun. We played a bit of darts. Um, on a, did, did One of the best bits I've always found about, uh, or one of the hardest bits I've always found about playing darts is doing all the adding up. So we played on one of those interactive boards that did all the uh, counting for you. I bet you hated that, didn't you? Yeah. I bet you absolutely hated that. That's your favourite part of playing darts is doing the adding up. Pretty much, yeah. I'd actually, <laughs> I'd actually quite like that bit of it, doing a bit of mental arithmetic. And the quality of my darts as a result was absolutely shocking because I wasn't stimulated enough from doing the maths before and didn't play my darts very well, unfortunately. Right. I went okay. and bought an iron shirt. We've, we've literally now got no viewers. That's not very good, is it? <laughs> it's going to go up and down. But, People watch later. Oh, fair enough. Well, right. there we go. So... Should we move on? Yeah. We only do it live because so we don't have to edit it after, don't we? Exactly. This is all done in one take. That's it. So, we're moving on. Let's move on. The 
This is usually the part of the show where we say what we're drinking, but yep. uh, as you've heard, I am cutting back a little bit at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the reason I'm not. I would normally, but I'm playing football tonight as well. So, yep. like, uh, likewise, I tend to have a couple of days a week where I don't drink, and one of them is tonight. So, as a result, I'm drinking some Rio, uh, which is a wonderful light fruit drink. And I'm do really, we need uh, to do we need to do we need to uh, talk about what we're drinking when we're not drinking? Um, well, I'm still actually drinking it, even if not. <laughs> Where's it from? What's it taste like? Where's it brewed? Um, it's uh, well, it's a fruit punch. It's a bit like uh, it's a bit like lilt, I would say. Except you can't cut lilt's not don't exist anymore. They're does stopping it? it, aren't they? It's now just called what's it called? Fanta summer fruits or something like that. Oh, so Fanta took t- take. Well, it, yeah, yeah. Like... So it still it still exists, but just not, Fanta not always did it, but they've decided to just so they don't have to have keep creating more than one. Can design logo. They're just sort of incorporating it into their yeah, into their collection because you've got Fanta lemon, you've got Fanta orange, and now you've got Fanta tropical fruits. I'm guessing. Uh, well, I think it was already tropical fruits, but another whatever it is, I can't, I can't remember what it's called. But... Fanta lilt. Uh, yeah, except they can't call it lilt. So they should have just gone back to call it lilt. Babe. Who knows? Who knows? But it tastes very similar to that. It's got in it um, orange, uh, guava, whatever that is, apricot, mango, and passion fruit. All of which I probably wouldn't ever have on their own, with the exception maybe of orange. But combined, it makes a lovely fruit-like tropical punch. Um, is it from Rio in Brazil? Who knows? Who knows, Jimbo? Um, Do you move on? Yeah, I can't really see that. Actually... Okay, um, so it's time for show and tell, and my show and tell is this. What is it, Fisher? It is some kind of Rubik's Cube-like toy. Not a cube, is it? No, that's not, a, a, cube, that's that's not a, a cube. That's the whole point. I thought you were clever. Uh, well, yeah, but I, I used to be clever enough to be able to like, add, add, add my own darts totals up. Um, it is something that looks the same colour as a Rubik's Cube, however, it um, is more of a... Uh, what's it called now? A, well, it's a cylinder. It is, yeah. Cylinder. Uh, so. There is a issue with this well, rule circular cube. prism. There is a piece missing. Um, Why is there a piece missing? Is that the whole point of what you're about to say? Uh, not really, but uh, I'll not, I'll not, I'll not. You can work that out for yourself. But yeah, so there's two stories behind this Rubik's cube. Either I have completed it, clearly not now. Definitely not. Not now, or I found it. Okay. Uh, how did you complete it? Bear in mind, I don't associate with being the kind of person who would readily complete Rubik's cubes. No, and we know you are, aren't we? And it's funny. Uh, used to be, yeah. It's, this is very coincidental because uh, my daughter saw you through the window, mm-hmm. walking past yep. through the past the car, and she said, "That's Fisher. He's good at Rubik's cubes." Really? Yeah, that's the first oh. thing she said, and she didn't. She had no idea I was, mm. I was, I was coming to get that, and so on. Is that all you say about me? That I'm good at Rubik's. That's, that's cubes? the first thing she said. That's Fisher. He's good at Rubik's cubes. Not a fantastic podcaster. <laughs> <No>. Wonderful friend. <laughs> He's got a birthday, but I don't know when it is. <laughs> no, like that. that's Just... the first thing she said. Okay, well, I'll pass, uh, pass on my thanks to her. Well, hold on, where are we? Uh... You're listening to A Waste of Red Space with Timbo and Fisher. There we go. There she is. That was, that was... That was a good few years ago, so I suspect she's a bit Should more... we go back even further in time? Go on, then. Timbo and Fisher, I do a space podcast. Thank you. I probably need to get this seasons yeah. done, don't I? Sort of thing. Because she's uh, old, she's now. She's she's five, five going yeah, on six. Six, yeah. I do know when her birthday is. Yeah, 
obviously I'm not very good at birthdays, but I do know when it is. Yeah, so, so do I, so, roughly. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, so you've got a Rubik's Cube, a, sin, a, a, a sort of circular Rubik's Cube, very unusual. Do you, what's, the, what's the point of that particular Rubik's Cube, do you know? Uh, you, you, you're asking me. You did, did, I've given you the reasons, haven't I? I've said either I completed it or I found it. Oh uh, yeah, but why? Why do they? Why do they have Rubik's cubes like that, and not just? I have no cube? idea. I don't. I don't know if it, if it was if they've had a bit of a resurgence Rubik's cubes. I don't mm. know if it's something to do with the rise of fidget spinners and things like that, yeah. which help people with uh, ADHD, particularly when you're learning and stuff mm. like that. It's quite. You know what? It, Is it actually not, scientifically proven? I don't know, but it's it's it's. It's quite therapeutic, just yeah. just sort of spin, not trying to complete it, just spinning it. But uh, so I'm not going to try and do it. What the was the, how did you learn how to do it? Did you do it on your own, or did you have to look at the internet and find out how it worked? No, it was a task set by work. They gave us all one of these Rubik's cubes, which mm-hmm. I think they picked up from like a, you know when you go to conferences and you get free things. Mm-hmm. They picked enough up and they said, "Oh, we thought it'd be a fun idea as one of like a bit of a task team task." to have a, 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 t- a task and see who can complete mm-hmm. them the quickest. And you didn't have to, you just had to be, they had to, you had to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, you could take them home with you uh, and do them when you could and mm-hmm. so on. And just the first to report back and take a picture of it completed. Uh, and we so, were the first? I was the first, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I didn't take all the stickers off and re-stick them back on. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can, can, I, can I play with it? You can. Just, just to see what, it, see what it's like, see how it feels. You can play with my Rubik's Cube. It's quite, it's quite, I mean, I quite, 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 feels quite good, yeah. I mean, it's one of the things I miss about the old uh, Rubik's Cube, just the feel of it, getting the, getting the, yeah, getting the fresh air between your hair. It's and a it's shame there's one missing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that is, that is a bit annoying, really. Which wasn't down to me, that was down to the fact that uh, my daughter has had it and played with it since, and I've... I've had it for quite a while, to be fair, and I always knew I was going to use it as a show and tell. And it, it, it's it's dropped off before, but this time I can't find it. And I think it's green, the bit that's dropped off green. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm just I'm basically just completing the Rubik's cube for you now, but um, which your daughter will be she'll be amazed at. I mean, she's a big fan of mine, obviously. Um, is it is the is the theory you know because that's a cylinder one rather than a cube is the is the idea of it the same obviously it spins and everything but, but is the idea about working out the put because I've noticed there's, there's different shapes and stuff like that in it as well yeah so you've got to try and move it around so you get it into the right place to then but it's weird because this time there's different there's not all cubes they're all different shapes so that yeah. that can't be easy which is puzzling me a little bit which really. obviously I know because I I took a long time to do it see I've managed to get I've got I've got your cross on there which is normally what you start from yeah in a Rubik's cube. Um, Where's the cross? I've got a cro- white cross on the oh, top. Oh, right, yeah, okay. I tend to do the side pieces. Um, but again, I'm a little bit unfamiliar with quite how that would, uh, that would work. So, but, that, but you've completed it, so you can show me, can't you? I'm not going to do it now, because it, okay. it took me a long time. It took me probably four or five nights of trying. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised nobody... This, I just think nobody... I think a lot of people could have done it quicker, but mm-hmm. couldn't be asked. But I did it within f- four or five nights. Okay. I did nearly contact you and ask you for some tips it. and how do I do it and what what are the but I just ended up googling it because you can find that on YouTube and Google that. Like, oh, right. so, so, so you did it with assistance from yeah, not not how guide. not how to do it but the tips of what you know because obviously all the colours are in different places aren't they depending on what That's you your see point, yeah yeah so you know so, so I got yeah so what was the second option uh, I found it you found it where mm-hmm. did you find it I found it on the seat of a train all oh, right okay uh, where was the train going to it was going to Chapel Town. Where was it coming from? Sheffield. Oh, very good. That's, that's, you've done well there because you've got, that mentioned the place where you live and the place where you work. So that's, um, were you going to work? I was coming back from work. Yeah, good, 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 good choice. Good choice. Yeah, try and catch you out there. 
Um, well, I thought you worked from home nowadays a bit more, so I thought you might be coming back to work from home. I do, but I, yeah. I do. I'm I'm usually in the office once, twice a week. I've never, never seen you on the train yet. No, I, I don't. I don't get the early train anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. What, what time is the train? The other week, I, I nearly had a. I, it went back to the olden days of uh, train for. I nearly ended up tweeting, but mm. I couldn't bothered. Um, I got on the train the other day, and it. Well, no, I didn't get on the train. The, the four o'clock, the four o two got cancelled. And then the half three, the half four, sorry. So what, you've done well to try and get an, early, an earlier train from one that you're meant to be getting on, if you went to the half three train. No, the, <laughs> the 4.02 got cancelled, and then the half three, the 25 to four, yeah. waited for that, got on it, they let everyone sit down, wait till time to train to leave, and then they said, and we're not going to go to Chapel Town oh. or Meadowall and Barnsley, we're going to just go straight to Huddersfield to catch up. Right. Well, that doesn't help me catch up. That's great when you sat on it already. I know. What do you do? Get off. All right. They did not set off. You're right. Yeah. I, was, I was going to say. At least, yeah, at least you told me before they went. But yeah, I, I, I am getting the train a little bit, and it's, oh, it's a, bit of, a bit not very good, is it? Oh, and, so, the other, and the other time recently I had a train incident is I was stood at the crossing, and I was stood next to what, obviously, you know the crossing at the Sheffield train station, yeah. the road crossing. Mm-hmm. I was stood there waiting to cross the road with a driver, tr- clearly a train driver, or mm-hmm. you, know, you can't really tell sometimes it could be a conductor, but yeah. it looked like possibly a driver. And... Uh, I got on the train and then I was sat there 15 minutes and it kept coming on the tannery saying, unfortunately, we can't find the driver. Mm-hmm. And when the driver finally turned up, it rim I was stood next to a crossing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've just it, seen him. To be in the Sheffield tap or in Mark Suspense. Might have so, been, yeah. Yeah. Or been, been, been to the toilet and couldn't find I, what, 30p to put in. What there. I assume is that I think he might have thought he was, he was, he was, he was doing the 4.15. Because mm. there's a train just after, the quick train, isn't there? Yeah. It's easy to, they both got a lead, so it's mm. easy to mistake, I suppose. Yeah, if, if you're stupid, yeah. <laughs> but not if you're an experienced train driver. We got trains to London. It actually like, went quite well. Um, but it was interesting that on the train on the way there, obviously you get this person, you sometimes get someone sat in your seat. One person just takes you, taking no rubbish whatsoever. Just turn around to someone sat in their seat and said, you sat in our seat, which point they got up and moved. On on the way back, there was uh, someone who maybe wasn't quite as uh, forceful with it who ended up coming and sitting on a table with us. Uh, she said, oh, I, th- I, th- I think you sat in our seat. To you. Um, not, not, not to me. No, I, I, I sit in the right seats. Yeah. Uh, but they sent it to these other people, and they just kind of uh, looked at them and said, "Oh well, uh, you know, uh, we've got an open thing and didn't say it was reserved, so uh, never mind. Go we'll find somewhere else to sit." Did it say okay. it was reserved? It didn't. It didn't say it was reserved because they'd not uh, correctly added on the labels oh. above the seats. So that is the train uh, train company's fault. Company's really, fault. But, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the the conductor came out, and he was like a as much use as a wet lettuce that was about to beat Liz Truss in the. So she ended up sat with you. Uh, the the game sat with us. I yeah, bet but... she had. I bet she definitely went for a refund. No, hey, she she enjoyed that journey. She got to chat to me a little bit. I yeah. was talking about sights and sounds of London, and uh, I'm sure it was a very memorable journey for her and her husband. Sure, it was. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. So you see, so you found it just on a train. Did yeah. you did you consider taking it to lost property? I would say it looks like you're actually doing it quite well. Though, by the way, yeah, a bit of structure to it. So it could potentially be the case I can do it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so. Did you do anything with it? Did you sort of like hold it up and say, has anyone lost this Rubik's Cube cylinder? I saw it and it was on this seat and there were a few people who like saw it as well and it was like across from me. No one wanted to sit on that seat because there was this Rubik's mm. Cube and people didn't know quite what to do with it. I was sort of sat across from it looking at it and I was thinking, no one seems to be claiming this Rubik's Cube and I thought to myself, I want this Rubik's Cube mm-hmm. because it will be funny to use as a show and tell. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's why I got the Rubik's Cube. Okay. Now... There's a question of what do I think your main skills are? Is it using the application intelligence to complete a Rubik's Cube <laughs> cylinder? 
Or is it, do I think you might occasionally be in the right place at the right time and be able to basically steal something that's no, been left there? It, no, it, uh, to, I, to, to claim some lost property. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's not stealing it. It wasn't. If it was a, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't come on here with like a, a wallet with like five hundred pounds in it yeah. and say, "Oh, I found this on a train." Yeah. You just <laughs> took the money out first, wouldn't you? Four months ago, I'll yeah. report it now. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was, but it could have been four months ago. So it, it, we're talking a while. Okay. It could have We could even be talking back to last summer, hmm. maybe. Okay, I think I've got enough for a decision anyway. For... Oh, hang. Oh, well, another another piece has dropped off it, which is suggesting this is not particularly very well made. Uh, that's gone under the desk and. Oh. Oh man. So it's not very suggest it's quite old and in use. You'll be able to get it. But whichever way, I unfortunately, Jim, but I do not believe you managed to complete this. I think you found it on a train. I think they were fairly obvious. <laughs> I, would, I would love it if you have you actually managed to complete it at all. No, well, as if I even give it two minutes to try. I twisted it a few times for oh, it feels quite cool, but I'm not gonna try yeah. it because I can't do it. Yeah. But the, yeah, found this on a train. Um, do you want me, do when you, I took can I, it, can I take it away with it and see if you, you can complete you can't, it? You can, but you've got to imagine that green goes yeah. there. Um, I could just tell you a different colour and really <laughs> straight, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure pretty sure it's green. It out, yeah. But yeah, um, I took it and people like looked at me thinking, mm, like he just took that. Like, and I think people thought, why does he want it? You know what I mean? Like, why does he want a, a random Rubik's cube? But I went, I was there to know that I, I. I podcast with a rubik's cube expert yeah so there you go mm. that's a gift from me to you, oh, thank you another much. little story behind it is i actually my my postie is a chap called ben uh who we know we went to school with ben uh, in fact he's not been my postie for a while so he might be doing another area now Wh- which or something ben ben i don't want to say his full oh, name right, yeah, you know, yeah. data protection yeah I don't, in case he doesn't want to, I'm sure he wouldn't mind. Da- data protection? What's he talking about? He, 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 he knows everyone's name and address. <laughs> he does. And I suppose, look, your first name, your first and second name isn't data protection, is it? No, no. Um, but but, but, but just I, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean, Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we, and I've, I mentioned this story before where we're playing, we play football. Occasionally, he's played football on a Monday night with me as well. Oh, right, okay. And once, um, so he's, he's obviously my postman, or was my postman, it might still be a postman somewhere. I ain't seen him for a while, but anyway, um, it, we, we were playing football on a Monday night, and uh, there were this one lad who were quite vocal, you know, pass to me, pass to me, all that. And then Ben had the ball at one point, and he was shouting to Ben, you know, to cross them, deliver, deliver. Hey. Like, he's been doing it all day. Like he didn't mean to do it. But just, <laughs> he's been doing that all day. Give him some time off. <laughs> oh, he's, he's nearly scored. Oh no, he's at the post. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's uh, but yeah, he's what I was considering getting him to sneak it into your post so that randomly a Rubik's Cube would drop through your letterbox and then ultimately it would end up back on the, pod- on the podcast as a show and tell. Actually, have you got my cufflinks, by the way? I still have got your cufflinks, yes. Yeah, so. And the Stewie Griffin type stone? I probably have. I'll look yeah. in the drawer upstairs. It's probably the cufflinks I'm most bothered about, I would have thought. Um, yeah. But yeah, which, which was given as a show and tell, which you <laughs> never um, gave back. Never gave back, yeah. But it it would have been funny if it could. It would have definitely turned back up on podcast, wouldn't it? It would. It would have done. Yes, that was the case, probably. Uh, and uh, I, I did consider doing it myself, mm-hmm. but I know that you've got a doorbell, ring doorbell, and stuff like that. And I thought I I wasn't sure I'd get away with it. And if you saw someone sneaking up and posting a Rubik's cube for your letterbox, you would have guessed it was me. Uh, so I, I needed someone discreet who can get away with putting things for your letterbox. Yeah. But then you might have reported Royal Mail. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Posting Rubik's Cube. <laughs> I think I know who it is, but yeah. Why did, why did, we're having too funny about it. Why didn't you just post it to me? Because you'd have seen it with me. No, stick it in the mail. I, mean, I know it costs, it costs over a pound now to send something uh, first class, doesn't I it? I never thought of that. It's not worth fair. the... Yeah. 
you thought of a postman delivering it, but you didn't occur to, to maybe <laughs> go, put it in a post box first. You thought, I'll just give it to my postman, as if that's how the mail works. I mean, because the main way to get a letter to someone is actually put it in a post box, you get sorted and sent to the right place. Oh, it wouldn't fit in a post box. Yeah. I'd have to go to the post office for yeah. that. The postman's deliver, they don't collect. Right, okay. So, there we go. <laughs> anyway, that was good. Yeah, let's move on. Remix. Oh, all right then. So what we're we talking about now? Don't know. We haven't really planned anything, have we? No, we're a bit more. Um, yeah, we're just. There's trying to... new stuff in there. There's, um, there's new stuff. So um, I mean, is this is this is this some sort of record now that we've gone maybe three episodes in a row with the same prime minister? Possibly, yeah. Uh, did we see? Did you see him? On and the same chancellor. Same chancellors as well, yeah. Um, did you see him on the news the other day, Rishi Sunak, talking about Northern Ireland, how great it is? They're in the privileged position yep. of being both part of the EU single market and part of the UK as well. People are getting excited about this. Yeah, because that's what we already had, weren't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, England, Scotland and yeah. Wales had that previously, but now don't yeah. have it. And yet, we're just saying Northern Ireland, well done, you're back to what you had before, and people are excited <laughs> about that. And he was really kind of, he was moving his hands quite a lot in a very strange manner, weren't he? Mm. So, like he was, like he'd had too much Coca-Cola before. Or like he'd been told you need to have some sort of like... Energy. Action that that people can yeah. you know what was it David Cameron's was the yeah was the like film. I was his, yeah let's move on uh, yeah. Tony Blair was like sorry, I mean let's move forward um, and perhaps this is just to go like that yeah. it was a bit bit weird really mm. as though can you imagine some high powered American yeah Silicon Valley companies saying let's try and do business in Northern Ireland that place <laughs> good sort of you know four thousand miles away um, part of a a small part of a slightly larger island that sort mm. of still fits in with a different country that's on the other side of the sea. Mm. Let's go there. Don't don't think it's going to happen, really. But, uh, yeah, uh, so they were that. Yeah, they were that. Uh, I've noticed there's been... Um, uh, McDonald's have made a pledge uh, to do with equality uh, because of concerns about how they've handled sexual harassment complaints in the UK, apparently. Uh, one member of staff apparently was approached by their manager who uh, dropped his trousers uh, in front of her and uh, she said... Ooh, I asked for uh, extra large as opposed to regular. Very good. So there we go. Um, what else has been going on? I was quite, uh, yeah, I was quite concerned at the uh, police reporting of uh, what's the lady's name? Nicola, oh Nicola, yeah, Nicola yeah. Um, apparently, uh, it's not enough just to look for a missing person and just say what her name is and uh, where she's from and all that sort of stuff. Uh, instead, they decided that they had to say that uh, she was a heavy drinker due to problems she suffered uh, with the menopause. So, I'm not sure what that's got to do with finding a missing person, really, in the grand scheme of things. It's all going to get investigated, all that, isn't it, I think, and how it handled and Hopefully stuff. So. I just can't... I, this feels a bit like victim shaming. I just cannot imagine if uh, the victim... If the if, if it was a male who they were looking for, they'd ever say, well, I'll tell you what, this person had uh, terrible erectile dysfunctions and uh, drank quite heavily. Uh, sorry. No, no, it's all right. We found you. We're fine. Um, sorry, I wasn't listening. Never mind. Okay. Move on. Sorry. Um, actually, talking about erectile dysfunction, Pelé died uh, a few. Oh right, yeah, ago. yes, he did. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh... Um, I didn't know about that until I was actually on a football pitch in front of thousands of people. All right, and I was just about ready to dance about and do my mm-hmm. thing, uh, you know, getting ready, proper, you know, fired up for it, and then suddenly everything went quiet. I couldn't hear what the, com- the announcer was saying because it's yeah. quite difficult to hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they was up there on the big screen and they announced it. Although it, it kind of been. Coming be, for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, been, yeah. Obviously, he'd not been, but you know, <laughs> yeah. like, but but it had been like you know he'd yeah. been 
I think I think with his problems, he definitely will be coming for a while. Um, yeah, is the is general gist of it. But a great, uh, great, obviously legend when it comes to mm. football and great ambassador for yeah. the sport. And yeah, I wonder whether or not uh, because apparently FIFA said that every country should have a Pele football stadium. And I wonder, because Sheffield FC are due to move stadium, aren't they, um, to, towards Meadowhead, I think. Um, I wonder whether, I wonder whether, bear in mind, Sheffield FC, the oldest football club in the world, will they call their ground the Pele Stadium? Could do. I mean, not that they actually, I don't know if there's actually any connection between Pele and Sheffield FC, but oldest football club in the world. Pele, when he died, looked like he could have been the oldest man in the world. But mm-hmm. uh, scored a lot of goals, good player, weren't he, Pele? Yep. Before our time, but there yep. we go. Uh, so what else, what else has been going on? There must have been some news. What's been going on? I wrote some notes. I got notes earlier on. <laughs> I wrote some notes. Did you, did you write any I have, notes? I haven't been paying any attention because it's all just crap news, isn't it? Oh, uh, Flying Scotsman turned 100 last week. Um, and uh, this week sees the 100th anniversary of the Flying Scotsman Rail Replacement Bus Service. Yay! Thank you very much. I uh, yeah went through... I was on a train the other day. I actually went through uh, Darlington Station. Um, is that where Stevenson's rocket sort of set off? Darlington Stockton? Yeah. I think I'm asking the wrong person, Anna. Um, should we move on to the next bit? Let's do that. Cool. There's a comment that's popped up there saying that Pele played there at their current site. Oh, there we go then. All oh, right, well, that is the connection. That's, uh, that's, that's not so they should there. have a Pele stadium. No, they could do. Could do. Probably make more sense to rename it after the one that it currently is, but there we go. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I thought um, I would do. we would do today for our quiz, uh, Matt Hancock... Um, you know, he's been out of the news a little bit, so let's get him back into news because he is there. He's had some WhatsApp messages released. WhatsApp, it's a secure form of communication, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, it's a secure f- uh, form of communication. You un- in- un- unless you send them to somebody and say, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's encrypted from one device to another, and it can only be broken if you just send 100,000 messages of the- to a journalist. It's not so. idiot-proof, is it? Unfortunately not. Uh, do you know who he sent it to? He sent it to the person who was writing his book for him. Yes. And then he said, this account only gives a one-sided... Th- these WhatsApp messages only show a one-sided account of what actually happened. Yeah, it's sad. But, well, yeah, like, isn't that what his book did? Anyway, I'm well, confused, awesome. but... I th- I'm assuming that what he's saying is that she's using... She's taking some of his messages out of context. Yeah. And it's strange so. that you ask somebody to work for you and then they... Do work for you, but then go and do the opposite. Exactly. But she signed She signed a non-disclosure agreement, but said, uh, well, it's in the public interest to release all this information. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there we go. But what uh, do you know what her name is? Uh, I can't remember. Okay. Uh, she... Is that part of the quiz? Uh, no, she's okay. called... Uh, well, yeah, go on then. You got it wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's called Isabel Oakshot. Right, that's how... Uh, yeah, I remember now. I've, li- I've listened. I, am, I do listen to Five Live. Okay. Uh, Quite a lot. So I've been listening bits of it, but not, you know. I don't always have you down as more like a Radio 1 type person. Or I've, bit, I've changed a bit recently. A bit more, a bit more to new. Yeah, I like getting angry now in the car. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what did she do in 2012? Uh, did she convince Lib Dem's Chris Yoon's wife to tell her story, saying that she'd taken driving points on, on his behalf and they both ended up going to jail? Or did she break the story about Andrew Mitchell telling a security guard to know his place, you effing pleb? Uh, which oh, yeah. turned out to be false. Okay, so she's done one of those things. She has done one of those things. Is there any chance it could have been both of those things? Uh, there is that chance, obviously. There is always that chance on all of these questions. Okay. On this one, I'm going to say it's one of them, though. Mm-hmm. And I reckon it's the second one. It's the... it's the Andrew Mitchell. Andrew Mitchell the... that's calling the police officer a pleb. Yeah. Uh, you're wrong. Oh. Yep. Yeah, she, uh, she got... 
Christine's wife to tell the story, uh, which then she published, and it, the upshot was that... Uh, they both went to prison. They both went to prison for perverted course of justice. You'd think that, like... I mean, this is only question one, <laughs> but you think that Matt Hancock might have thought, might not bother going to this lady to, to, to write this book for me. Well, maybe. I mean, let's see what the next question says. All right, then. Which book did she co-author? A major scandal which detailed John Major's extramarital affairs, including the revelation John Major used to make love while sometimes still wearing his slippers. Cold, isn't it, though? Could be. Uh, this, this, I, who's not going to do that these days? That, that I've seen Downing Street. Yeah. It's very, um, yeah. Mm. Doesn't look very well heated and well insulated, does it? No. Very old building. No. Um, nice wallpaper, though. Uh, exactly, yeah. Perhaps that's why it's the exp- <laughs> wallpaper so expensive. It's properly insulated wallpaper. Uh, or was it Call Me Dave? A book which alleged that David Cameron put his cock in a dead pig's mouth. Oh, I remember this. I was there. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Uh, okay. Um, it's funny that because that story sort of was the whole the the, de- the pig thing was sort of it wasn't it was Black Mirror did a, a, a an episode didn't they about something where a prime minister has to has to do a pig. I don't know if you've seen Black Mirror. The I've never before. really seen much of so it. So this, this is years ago. Like Black Mirror, one of the first. I think it might have been the first Black Mirror, maybe. But they, they, they had this. Uh, one of the episodes was about um, this um, princess had been kidnapped, mm-hmm. uh, and the demand was to get her back. The prime minister has to on live TV do a pig, right? And uh, it turned out to be an artist who was trying to create art in this. Mm-hmm crazy way and anyway and then that ended up happening to get the print but then later on down the line this thing happened with this rumor thing came out about david cameron and obviously it was like did they know all along sort of thing but yeah um but yeah i'm gonna say it's i'm gonna go with the pig one in that case you think she'd call yep. where it was, the cameron revelation was there uh you'd be correct well done <laughs> you can't help think that pigs have played a bit of a downfall because obviously boris johnson went to pepper pig land and waxed lyrical about how good pepper pig land how good Peppa Pig Land was. Mm-hmm. Um, so Liz Truss, um, she was about as useful as a ham sandwich, I think. Yep, um, and she talked about pork markets and pork stuff Pork markets, like, of yeah. course, yeah. That was, yeah, that's a big reference. So, yeah, it's, that's kind of, you know, it's a, pigs are obviously playing quite a major mm. a major part of politics, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, but there we go. So, uh, anyway, let's, let's jump on to some of the revelations from Matt Hancock. What COVID discussion led to Boris Johnson saying, hey, uh, was it? Someone explained to him that statistics for Great Britain excluded Northern Ireland, who have their own statistics, uh, and he had to be told that Northern Ireland was in the UK, but not Great Britain. <laughs> or someone explained to him that 0.04 as a probability out of 1 is the same as 4%. It doesn't mean 0.04%. So one of those things had to be explained to Boris Johnson? Yeah. Oh, could be both. Could be both. Uh, I'm going to say, you know, I mean, he should know the, the maths one, but... He should definitely know the other one, you know. It is Boris Johnson. He's he's more ridiculous for him not to know the other one, so I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> and he didn't know about Northern Ireland being... Uh, you are wrong, is it? Oh, okay. Let's, I mean, let's assume he knew that. Give him some credit. Yeah. I'm, 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 I won't quite go that far, but we're not aware <laughs> of him saying that. Uh, yeah, he uh, basically... I know you're not massively into your maths and probability, but uh, on a scale of probability, sometimes you get from zero to one. One's definitely going to happen. What scale of probability happen. do you think I'm going to understand... What you're about to say. Um, yeah, that's going to be quite loud. That's going to be like 0.1 or whatever. So. <laughs> Which basically 0.1 is the same as 10%. Yeah, yeah I do know um, that. And he basically said, hang on, our our probability is 0.04. What's all that about? We should be about 4%, shouldn't we? And someone said, that is the same as 4%. <laughs> he said, oh, how do you mean? Because, well, that's just on a probability scale of 0 to 1. It's 0.04. That's not the same as 0.04%, which would be yeah, less than 4%. 
it'd be kind of one tenth of four um, percent. And I think Dominic Cummings had to say to him, "Don't worry, it's a common mistake to make." <laughs> there you go. Um, who who slapped down Matt Hancock? Oh, was it the yeah. person that he was uh, canoodling with? Could have been, yeah. After after getting him up, she slapped him back down. So what, what do we mean by slapped down? Actually physically slapped him? No, oh. just kind of, who gave him a bit of a sort of, you know, that's wrong, Hancock. Okay. Um, was it George Osborne? Did he say, no one thinks testing's going well? Was it David Cameron? He said the lack of PP for key workers was a disgrace. That's in a private WhatsApp message, didn't I think this was Osborne, because I do recall that some of the messages that were... I mean, David Cameron could have been some of them as well, but some of the messages that were exchanged involved George Osborne, which I did think at the time, well, that's a bit odd. I thought he'd kind of vanished into the abyss or getting, if, jobs, if only. At, getting jobs at newspapers and stuff like that, <laughs> weren't he, and so on or whatever. But yeah, so I'm going to go George Osborne. Ah, uh, you'd be correct. Well done. So he took over as, um, took over as um, editor of the Evening Standard and he said, can you, can you get me a front-page splash... Uh, about the testing, uh, you know, and say how, how well testing's going, all this sort of stuff. I think uh, George Osborne messaging back saying, yeah, which gives a few quotes and we'll make sure it goes on the front page. And he said, yeah, testing's going, I think testing's going great. And George Osborne messaging back saying, no one thinks it's going great. <laughs> so there we go. Um, next up, uh, who did Matt Hancock message about at Christmas 2020 saying he loved them and a special advisor called them a legend? Was it Chris Whitty? Or was it his wife? And Hancock had said how much he'd support him during the year. Um, judging by obviously what happened later on down the line, I'm going to say that it was it wasn't his wife, but it was um, it was yeah Chris Whitty. Chris Whitty. Yes, he said he loved Chris Whitty. Oh, we like. Someone said, "Yep, he's a legend." Don't hear much of him nowadays, do? No. Do you think he's maybe trying to plot a plot another virus to come in, just to try and get a bit of a comeback? I think he's working on an album, isn't he? Could be, yeah. He was at a water park, weren't he? Not too long ago. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Weren't too sure which to ride uh, ride to go on. And someone said, uh, next slide, please. Hey, very funny. Well done. There we go. Um, so, who did Matt Hancock refer to as a bunch of arses? Is it footballers who weren't donated to the, to the COVID funds? Or the teachers' union who were unhappy at exams taking place? Um... Well, uh, okay, a bunch of arses. Yeah, I mean, I think... A bunch of arses. Not the biggest insult in the world, is it? But sounds very much like Matt I, th- I think he's. I think it's going to be at the teachers' union, I, I imagine. Uh, rather than him, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it could be either, to be fair, but I, I'm going to guess it's the teachers' union. Okay, and uh, you'll be correct. Swallow them. Apparently wasn't too impressed. Uh, I think there were various things about uh, not wearing masks in school and all this sort of stuff and, and various other things, which yeah, Matt Hancock, Hancock didn't like. Uh, you do wonder why he isn't trying to continue with his uh, political career, don't you? Uh, yeah. He's already <laughs> said he's standing out the next election. Um, he went, oh, no, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Do you know how, do you know how much he got paid for that, apparently? It was a lot of money, wasn't it? 100,000, was it? 400,000. 400,000. About 80 of, it went, 80 of it went to his agent. And do you know he was allegedly... Um, Doing it to promote uh, dyslexia and awareness of dyslexia. Of course he was. Course you know how to a dyslexia charity? 10,000. It was 10,000. Well done. That wasn't even a question, but you got it right. Well done. Can I have it then, yeah? Yeah. I, think, I mean, yeah. it should be a problem. problem that. It should be a bit more that went to perhaps, you know, perhaps, perhaps you, all of it, you know? Well, yeah, you did, if you're promoting something. Um, you know. Tell you what, I'm just going to promote that. So I'll give him, um, I'll give him what's that, 2.5% of my fee? Uh, 2.5% of the fee I got with, obviously, you know, 
ten times as uh, eight times as much can go to the agent who's arranged it. Perhaps he had to donate a bit more, but because he's dyslexic, he couldn't quite uh, get it right on the check. Possibly. Who knows? So to put that into perspective, that's like you know, if you did something to raise four hundred pound for, you know, if someone if someone regular mm-hmm. like us lot, you know, yeah. did a sponsored walk to raise four hundred pound for a our chosen charity. Ah, uh, uh, uh. he wasn't raising money; he was just raising awareness. Okay. All right, but if it was, yep. If it was four hundred pound, yep. Then come on, fish maths. It'd be a pound. That you <laughs> Give him a pound. <laughs> right. Okay. But oh, do you know, actually no. Sorry, sorry, no. What a man. Sorry, do apologise. Oh, you. It'd be uh, ten pound. <laughs> 10 pound. Oh, hang on, four hundred forty. No, you're right. It would be a pound. Wouldn't it? It'd be one four hundred of it. Yeah, would be. It would be. That's, yeah, that's right. Four hundred thousand. There you go. That's the kind of that's the kind of people you have running the country. How can we not? Hang on. Uh, you're confusing me. Uh, Stop broadcasting. Fish is struggling with maths. No, it would Do you be, want a calculator? No, it would be ten. It would be ten pounds. Ten pounds. Oh. Ten pounds. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit better. Yeah, but but still. But yeah, if all right, if you did a if you did a sweepstake, all right, tell you what, if you did a World Cup sweepstake in your office, mm-hmm. something like that, um, and you know you paid forty quid in and the winner got a pound, you want me rate impressed? Would you? It's, but it's called it's called the dyslexia mm-hmm. World Cup sweepstake. Yeah. Okay, we're calling it that mm-hmm. to raise awareness for it. So all chip in, yeah. get some money. We're going to raise four hundred quid. But look at all that awareness that you raised. Yeah, but the tenor's gone. Yeah. We've still sent a tenor mm-hmm. to dyslexia. I mean, to be fair, he has raised a fair amount of awareness. We didn't want to send them too much because, it'd be, you know, they've got to add it up, end of day. So hmm? just send them a smaller amount. Yeah, exactly. Easy uh, from tad up. Let's let's, uh, let's yeah. stop talking about these uh, horrible people. Uh, so Boris Johnson, anyway. <laughs> what did he tell uh, What? Uh, what did he tell Chris Whitty that dying of COVID was as big a risk as? Uh, was it? Him getting an extra term as yeah. no. <laughs> that is a big risk. Uh, is it getting electrocuted or falling down the stairs? Uh, is as big a risk, he says. Yeah, you might, but just as likely to die of COVID if you're over sixty-five as you are of either getting electrocuted or falling down the stairs. Okay, Chris Whit- uh, Boris Johnson said, mate. Boris Johnson said, yeah, Chris Whitty's not going to say anything that's stupid, is he? Yeah. He's quite an intelligent man. It, 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 I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm. Anyway, I'm, why did Boris Johnson feel like he needed to say he needed to be the one to decide on what odds were against you for certain things um, when talking to a scientist? Uh, he obviously feels that he's got he is more than well qualified to give his opinion on absolutely everything. I think. So I think Boris Johnson was trying to downplay the risk. So I think he would have gone for elect being electrocuted to death. Uh, and you'd be incorrect. Oh, it's quite easy for an older person to fall down the stairs. Um, particularly if it's Boris, he might be running downstairs trying to put his underpants back on if, yeah. if someone's husband's just come home or whatever. Um, but he'd be. Just assuming he wears underpants. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Probably, probably wouldn't even, wouldn't even need to bother with <laughs> just instant access. Um, but yeah, he said uh, we maybe we don't stop people from going upstairs, do we? And going travelling downstairs. So next up, what did uh, Matt Hancock say about Gavin Williamson? Uh, did he say? He needs a haircut and to go on holiday somewhere other than Scarborough. Or he's a few glasses of red wine and a bit of action with the missus. Um, Obviously something Matt Hancock would be an expert at. Well, not his missus. But. So if it's only one of these, has somebody ever said this one of these to you? Uh, no. Okay. So you've not, not, you've, not, you've not just taken another insult from <laughs> your, your own bank of insults and added it into possible answers? No, but uh, they are both feasible things that people might say I about think, me, I suppose. I think but. he does have sort of like floppy-ish hair, Gavin Williamson, from what I remember. He's the one who's been accused of bullying, isn't he? But I mean, uh, I think yeah. Well, he yeah, and Dominic Raab as well. Yeah, I think, I well, think. there's quite a few in there that have been accused yeah. of bullying. 
No, there isn't, Jimbo. <laughs> so for audio listeners, I raise my fist towards Jimbo there. Uh, so, I mean, you don't throw your weight around anymore because you've lost so much of it, haven't you? Yeah. So, so Gavit, so so he either he's either said to him, in, not he said of him, yeah. he needs to go get an haircut and stop holding the Scarborough or somewhere else. Yeah. Or he said he needs a few glasses of red wine and a bit of action with the missus. Well, I mean, I don't want to even imagine Matt and Cox saying one of those because it's just it's a bit uh, bit rotten, isn't it? It's almost as repulsive as that image of him having his hand on his uh, yeah. special advisor's bottom. Or doing that dancing jungle. Oh, God, yeah. Which I didn't watch, but I did see the clip of him dancing. Yeah. Uh, let's go with the second one, because it's worse, I think. Uh, yeah, you're wrong. He said he needed a haircut and go somewhere. Around. People of Scarborough would be uh, upset with that, because it's not a bad place. Yeah, I think you'd be quite pleased if uh, Matt, if uh, the, it manages that the Tory MP yeah. doesn't end up going on holiday there. You thought uh, everyone's yeah. a winner, really. Um, we're on to the last couple of questions here. Uh, now, whose child had a COVID test couriered to their house? Was it Michael Gove or Jacob Rees-Mogg? Uh, uh, they were, they were going to try and courier uh, COVID tests to Boris Johnson's children, but uh, capacity for the test at that point wasn't quite uh, wasn't great enough to get them all, out to all of his children. I, I don't think... I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think... And I don't know if Reese Smog has got children. Um, uh, he has got children. Has he? Because he's got one of one of them is called. Uh, it was his sixth child called Sixus or something like that. Oh right, okay. So he's got more than one. Got more than one, yeah. Does he? I bet he does absolutely nothing. Not he, he might do, but I'm saying I bet. I bet his nanny does it. He's still got a nanny himself, hasn't he? There was there was a suggestion when he was first running to be a Tory MP. Uh, somewhere in Scotland that he was on the campaign trail alongside his nanny whilst he was in his twenties. Um, which obviously was a little bit bizarre. Right, okay. So, which one had a test couriered? I, I don't know. Yeah, Michael Gove or Jacob Rees-Mogg? Let's go Michael Gove. Uh, you'll be wrong. <sighs> uh, the horse and carriage that is sending the COVID test is still <laughs> on its way. Uh, apparently will be there around the time of All Saints Day, possibly, or, or what have you. So... Um, it wasn't at the time, anyway, so he said, just, tell you what, just, just leave it outside next to Penny Farthing, please. <laughs> um, and finally, uh, you may have seen this on the news, but how did Matt Hancock's litter embarrass himself yesterday? Uh, is it whilst appearing on GB News, he referred to him as Matt Hardcock? <laughs> or he was angry at being referred to as Matt Hancock's litter? Um, yeah, I meant to request that they did not mention this. However, he left the word not out of the email, and therefore he asked that they did mention this. So, so, so you have to explain the question again. So, how, how did Matt Hancock's solicitor embarrass himself yesterday? Did right. he refer to uh, Matt Hancock as Matt Hardcock, <laughs> or did he show anger at the newsreaders um, because they referred to him as Matt Hancock's solicitor? What did he want to be referred to as? Well, he didn't want to refer to Matt Hancock's solicitor. He said, "I asked not to be referred to as Matt Hancock's solicitor," and they said, "You've sent us an email that says." Please make sure I refer you refer to me as. <laughs> please refer to me as Matt Hancock's lister. And if you got to the, if you got to put the word "not" in there, right? Okay, I, I, it's got to be the second one. Uh, as much as the first ones, uh, you know, easy to you know to slip up with words like you know and so on. It's happened before with uh, you know Jeremy Hunt and yeah. so on. Um, I was going to do it then, but I didn't. Uh, so I'm going to go. It, it, that, that's easy to be done. But the second, the second one there's the funniest. Let's go with that one. And on this occasion, you are correct. Yay! Hey. <laughs> Did they have to actually correct him on air as well? Say no, actually, we've we've got this email. Well, he, he came up and he said, "He said this is Matt Hancock's solicitor," and he said, "I specifically said when I want to go on this show, 
that I did not want to refer to as Matt Hancock's solicitor. <laughs> um, I didn't want to be. A, I, di- I said I did not want to do this. Uh, I think it's very lazy, very poor journalism, very poor from your producers to now be referring to me as Matt Hancock's solicitor. And the person said, "Well, are we okay to continue with the interview? I mean, you kind of you know feel free to kind of you know stop the interview right here and now." Then a few minutes later, he said, uh, "Just to just to clarify, actually, we've uh, we've got a copy of the email that you sent to us, uh, and it says it says basically, please can you refer to me as Matt Hancock's solicitor? <laughs> oh, oh, it said no. I've recently been doing some work for Matt Hancock. Please do mention that in the in the interview." <laughs> and uh, he showed him that. He said, "Ah, well, what's happened here is uh, I think when I've emailed you, I was meant to put the word not in there, and unfortunately, <laughs> I haven't done so. So I had to double down and yeah. apologise. Uh, well, no, but he didn't he even did, apologise. He did. did he? It, it, okay. In fairness, he held his hands up and said." I apologise for that. That is my mistake. Um, so yes, I've clearly I <laughs> left a word out, and that's what happened. So there we go. So it's you know it's just as good to know that his solicitor is just as incompetent as yeah. he is, I suppose. Really, yeah, good. But there we go. So that's uh, that's what's been going on in our government. I mean, I, in, in just in general, I found it astonishing that um, at the time of an unprecedented time, really, of uh, and we're getting up towards been three years again uh, since since COVID was really starting to hit home and kind of uh, take effect i think we we're locked down sort of on mid mid-march wasn't it so mm-hmm. maybe a little bit a little bit a little bit further on so or as you think near my birthday um and yeah matt hancock our health secretary what was he doing at the time uh it's firing off whatsapp messages and making notes so we could write a diary i think yeah uh, is the main main bit of it canoodling and canoodle i think he came a bit later a bit on later. Didn't it? Like, might have started earlier it did come out that apparently he looked at that and said well what rules have i broken there i think well yeah, I think I've probably I think I've probably broke the metre plus social distancing rule. Well, I think you have because it looked like you got your tongue down the throat. So, <laughs> so there right. we go. Good that stuff. Was, that was that. So, thanks for sharing. Enjoyed that. Yeah, it was great. On Twitter feed, didn't comment on. We like to troll people on Twitter a bit. Let's have a look. It's always good fun. I, I much prefer on Twitter trolling people sort of on the way through space just so you can uh, it can potentially be you. Chinese spy balloons. Yep, we did that. What did else that. we talk about on there? Let's have a look, right? Oh, okay. oh Matt Hancock, uh, Matt Hancock as well. Uh, he was <laughs> advertising NFTs, wasn't he? It's particularly to try and raise money for the Ukraine. You can buy an, an NFT um, instead of just donating money straight to someone. Did you see as the, well? Actually, there was the mysterious Sophia that uh, the, the Sophia. There's a mysterious sphere that washed up on the beach in Japan. Oh, right, okay. Which I think might have been Harry Penalty's uh, Harry Kane's penalty finally coming down. Could have, could have been. Could have been. Um, did you see? Actually, talking about Matt Hancock, something did come up. Um, that didn't it, didn't it raffle off auction off a Newcastle United shirt? Uh, who did uh, that? Matt Hancock is Newcastle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, it didn't, didn't, wasn't he like, because he was celebrating and being in the final and everything, weren't he? And... Oh, he did a cringeworthy video. Yeah, obviously he did. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, but I think for COVID, he auctioned off his Newcastle United shirt. I think he raised about £1,500. Um, but then the person gave him the Newcastle United shirt back. Right. Um, although, to be fair, it might have been that Matt Hancock bought it back off him for £3,000 because the bloke told him it was medical grade PPE. <laughs> but I'm not too sure. So that's what could have happened. Yeah. So, but anyway. So there we go. So that's uh, nearing towards the end of the episode. Uh, we still got to. We still need to do this spin-off program. We're going to do it. We are going to do it. Waste of time. Yep. Twenty-four. Should we try and do it next week. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Oh, are you doing anything next mm, week? Mm, I am actually. What are you doing? Stag doing, Anna. Oh, uh, where are you going? Maybe week after. 
settle down a bit. I'm going to Butlins. Butlins? Yeah. Which one? Skegness. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit scared because it's uh, it, it's uh, it's one of those like adult music right. weekends. It uh, sounds worse than it. adult weekend. Sounds dodgy, like yeah. where you kind of go on holiday and stuff. Uh, <laughs> it was next door behind a behind a sealed but gate. It, it just means it's it's a, it's not a kids weekend, yeah. family weekend. It's an adult weekend. They have got music on, and it's I'm going to see some classic naughty acts, which I might prepare a quiz for. When I find out who those acts are, okay, um, I've I've heard Sophie Alice Baxter could be there. Oh, okay, <coughs> big fan, big fan. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I might I might do a quiz about those no- the people who, who were there at Butlins. I think you do get some. Maybe I could get them on the podcast. Maybe you can get a quote from them. Yeah, I suspect I won't be able to get anywhere near them because hmm. they don't want anyone at the Butlins not his weekend anywhere near them. I don't know, must be must be able to get to the front of the stage. Try mm. and try and say I'm a podcaster. Yeah, I'll try. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll bring it up on next podcast, to be fair. <laughs> Something I did. Um, so, yeah, well, enjoy that. Are you best man? I am. So, you have you organized, you've been the organizer? I've been the organizer, partly organized, two of us. So. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. two best men. Or two best men. Who's doing the rump of the work you are in? Uh, I think it's a mix, really. I've, I've done a lot of the uh, techie organizing. Mm. So, like, I'm, I'm, not in fancy, I'm not in charge of fancy dress. That's normally one of your forte, isn't it? Fancy dress. Yeah, but I'm leaving Quite it. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. Just, just split it up into you know mm-hmm. technicals and stuff. How come there's two of you? Just because we're not, not trusted to be best nah. man on your own, or nah. Are you, are you, the, are you the kind of like if one, well, if one, you know, it's like if one, if, if something happens to the other, you've you got know. a you got a spare best man. Exactly. Read it. Is he also got a spare spare wife sort of lined up yep. just in case anything happens to her? Yeah. <laughs> As always. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, we'll see you next time. Goodbye for now. Bye.